Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. My friend Grant is here today. Hello, Grant Whitaker. Hi, so good to see you. You were just like riding oh like my the wind after shopping God. this morning. <laughs> well, yes, I've uh, I've already made just a, a little detour to uh, Albertville. Not to the outlets, though. Oh, no, no. Have you bad. been to that outlet mall yes, lately? I, I like those outlet malls. But do you feel like it's? Uh, not what Changing it once a little was. Bit? Yes, yeah. I would agree with you. I have been in the back of my mind on my to-do list. I always keep a running list of stories. And I'm like, is there a story about like, is, are the outlet mall days behind us the best of? I don't know. Well, sometimes we find like we don't, we think we're getting such a great deal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, these days we're actually not. There are so many sales and we talk about them all the time. And if you're an avid shopper, you know how to shop those seasonal sales. Right, right. And we have so many options and you can do it online and it's easier to compare. I'm not sure. And, and I'm not I'm not saying this is just a working theory, exactly. but it doesn't feel like we a wish ton the outlets of, well. Yes. And it doesn't feel like a ton of excitement and feels like more closings than openings. Anyway, I was not at the outlet mall. I zipped right past the outlet mall to go to um, St. Michael Albertville High School. Because I don't know if you knew this, Grant, but the excitement today is the high school wrestling uh, individual qualifiers. Well, there you go. For the state tournament, yes. And you your can just son feel is just the, the, rocking it. It's just electric in the air, yes. yes. Funny enough, I was actually in Rochester yesterday putting a lot of miles on How this How was little Hulk Hogan, by the way? <laughs> that is not wrestlers don't appreciate those kinds of references Do they not? no because that's not real wrestling that's the that's the fake wrestling paycheck. no that's a totally <laughs> different thing anyway i was talking to somebody else there in rochester and she was head, heading to wrestling today too because it's like this is what it's all the, the state tournament is next week so rustin so. don't call me Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I made it and I made it back. Yes. And um, yes, so that's how it went. Uh, anyway, I think I might have to drive out there again this afternoon. Maybe I will be able to stop at the outlets that time, though. Um, but speaking of my quick little trip to Rochester, which, by the way, Rochester has this um, it's called Social Ice and it's this whole festival going on downtown this weekend. So fun. I would never normally think to like I, I had a meeting for work, but, okay. you know, I feel like most of us think about going there when we have a doctor's appointment, frankly. Yes. Um, but they have all these ice sculptures all over Peace Plaza, live music, bonfires going. Really fun. That sounds great, actually. Yeah. That sounds like a really good time. They do a lot of fun things down there. Um, and you know who was there this week? Um, I saw. Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Well, I know it's. I, it was so funny when you sent that. And I love the, um, the quote of, we didn't want to ask him why he was here. Right. Well, I think that happens a lot in Rochester. And I think you can pretty much surmise that most uh, celebrities and dignitaries who are in Rochester probably are going to the Mayo Clinic for one reason or another. Or they're in town doing voiceover for a commercial. In Rochester? Well, you know, like Viola Davis was like the voice of Mayo for a while. Oh, 
Could okay. be, maybe could be. Wolverine's could be. the next and one. And it, it doesn't mean that somebody is sick because, I mean, people go there for well visits and of executive course. physicals all the yeah. time. But for whatever reason, Hugh Jackman was in town and obviously didn't want to keep it a secret because he's got to know that if he shows up at a mini golf place, people are going to want selfies. And it looks like he posed for about a billion of them. Yeah, and he looked like he was having a really good time. Yeah. But, you know, he's also recently divorced. Right. So maybe he found a Minnesotan. Oh, wow. You're working in a whole different direction. Could be. Yeah, I didn't go there at all. Yeah. He looked good. Lots of fun really selfies. Yeah. The Star Tribune actually posted a... Too bad he's a, not handsome. Yeah. They they actually posted a, a story all about it. So you can check that out. But it's always fun. Little, you know, unexpected celebrity sighting like that, yes. right? Um, maybe so, he was getting his nails done. yes yes the first place i think to go for my nails would be rochester yeah they have a wolverine yeah special oh Oh. (laughs) you're on fire today how was your week you look very sporty i came very sporty this morning you smell divine i walked into the studio and i was like what is it what's going on do we have a new fragrance we do it's a new dior fragrance a new men's fragrance it's very fresh okay very white kind of modern bottle bottle with like silver oh i thought you were gonna say the fragrance was white i'm like what does that mean exactly well yeah it might be <laughs> um i had a really great week i had a lot of um i had a lot of my year fill out this year i had a lot of good contracts come in some mm. really good conversations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. had some approvals on some other projects mm. so, is that why no you're complaints. gifting me this morning chocolates and jewels what is going on well you know i Hope knew when we listening. we are going to talk about some trending things and mm-hmm. i thought to myself i you know rustin's been very busy with wrestling <laughs> so i figured he probably hadn't had time to get any jewelry probably yes So i figured you like your name and you like your first initial <laughs> so why not get you a big a brooch an a brooch yes a yes. brooch a brooch that's an yes. a so how do you think i should wear this what do you think I should wear it with? Jacket? Well, I like what that you... it's kind of also very, because we were just talking about that last week. It's mm-hmm. that very collegiate kind of vibe. Yes. But yes. adorned a little bit more fancy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think it Steps would be it really great on one of those cardigans or blazers you like. Yeah, I think so too. Thank you so yes. much. What a fun surprise. Yeah. You're so sweet. Or when you're co-hosting one of those fabulous Twin Cities business events, uh-huh. you could put it right in the middle of your blouse. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. Well, Carla felt of you, or right on the microphone. You always have to think about that microphone and how it makes yes. things hang. There's Look always a problem. You. Yes, very Tony Braxton of you. I I didn't have a TCB event this week. We'll have one coming up next week, but I did um, spend a little time on a stage as part of Beta. Beta is a startup organization in town. And Beta had their state of the state. It's an oh. annual, like, kind of taking stock of the startup community mm-hmm. in Minnesota. And they did it at the Luminary Arts Center. Sold out. Nice. Like a packed room. And you know what was so cool? And I was talking to a couple of other old timers like me. Didn't recognize most of the people in that room. Like it was a whole new generation of people who are starting things, who are just coming to town. So many cool, um, you know, com- uh, consumer products, software companies, education. Unbelievable. Anything All the different you were things super going on. excited about? I mean, 
I think I was just excited to see that it was like a whole lot of new faces, really diverse. And it just made me once again feel really proud of all of the innovative things that are happening here. That's so nice to hear. It really is. Yeah, it really is. Um, And then, of course, some exciting things happening in our little world of um, shopping and retail. Um, So I think that probably the the biggest... um, you know, lifestyle fashion headline this week might have been Target. Yes. Announcing a designer collaboration, which once upon a time they did regularly. But to me, what was exciting about this was, first of all, the name and the fact that we haven't seen a name like this in a long time. Diane von Furstenberg. Yeah. And, you know, we were just talking about her celebrating this like major anniversary anyways. Yes. What great timing. I'm sure that's no accident. And it sounds like she worked with, is it her granddaughter? She did, yeah. I thought that was really nice that they kind of co-collaborated on all the collections. Yeah, pretty neat to be uh, DVF's grandma. Um, Her granddaughter's name is Talita von Furstenberg. And um, Dion Diane said that this cel- this is about celebrating creativity and colors and the lifestyle. I love this. The lifestyle of happiness and cheerfulness. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Probably also looking at the secession plan, looking at her granddaughter. I know. Prepped. I love that. Yeah. Super interesting. Um, but she she's so likable and she's such a I mean, she's just she's a great sense of humor. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think the I, I mean, I've listened to her many times and, and loved interviews with her. But the one she did with Julia Louis-Dreyfus on Wiser Than Me. Did you listen to Wiser Than Me? Her I did. Con- yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she was fantastic. Fantastic. I also that. think she was really great. There was an interview with her on Andy Cohen's show with Iman, the model, mm-hmm. and they've known each other clearly for a long time, just having a cocktail, telling stories. I mean, it was hilarious. They yeah. just seemed like they were having a ball. I mean, she's so fancy and so fabulous, and yet she works so hard and is still in it and is still just understands, has this sensibility about what women want to wear. Do you remember many, I think it's it's got to be probably like eight years ago, she had that kind of reality show where she was looking yes. for like the next yes. designer star. I watched it. It didn't last real long. No, but it was like that intern kind of story of like how they prep the interns and get them. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of. It was funny, though. It was. It was. There are a lot of those. One season and done. Yes. Well, the DVF collection at Target is going to um, go live on March 23rd. My mother's birthday. And my mother's birthday. Isn't that funny? Yes. Um. Yeah. So that's when it's coming out. We'll talk a little more about it and what this says about the direction that Target is heading Um. with Ann Mazenga, who are one of our favorite excuse me, retail experts, who's going to be on the show a little later this hour. So stay tuned for that. We're also going to get some hair advice. So if you have questions, color, cut, trends for this for the upcoming spring season, let us know and we'll get be sure to get to those. We'll be back with a couple of local retail headlines to tell you about right after this. Some subscriptions just aren't for you. Honey, when do we subscribe to Potato Lovers Weekly? Cat Lady Today? Mold of the Month Club? The New York Mimes? But when you become a member at the YMCA in February, you can get a personal training subscription that is right for you. Plus, Y members gain access to virtual Y and group fitness classes. Wait, mediocre mustaches monthly? Subscribe to a healthier lifestyle. Join the Y at YMCANorth.org. 
Oh, Grant, you're in trouble now. Apparently, my husband is listening to us because, of course, you can stream us live on your MyTalk app from the stands at the wrestling meet. Probably the only one. No, I shouldn't say that. There might be others. You never know. Right. Um, But he just said, as long you can talk about Hulk Hogan, but you better not call the singlet a onesie. Okay. Just don't do it. I won't do it. Don't do it. I it's won't not. do it. Yeah. Did yeah. I tell you, actually, speaking of streaming my talk everywhere in the world, um, did I tell you the funny story about um, Kizik? You know that shoe brand? Yeah. Um, the, like, the, my mother yeah. loves them. Yeah. And we mentioned several weeks ago that they... Oh, I, it was on, it was on, I was on with Lori and Julia and I had just seen, because I have a mutual friend, someone who works at that company, um, posted pictures of their storefront getting ready to open at the mall of America. Now I had received no information from the mall, no press release had gone out, but I'm like, Oh, well there it is. I see it. And so I just happened to mention it because Julia was like, what else do you know? What else do you know? And I'm like, ah, I know that Kizik is opening a store. It's the shoes that like pop right on. So yeah. you don't have to bend down, exactly. and, you know, cause sometimes you just can't be bothered. Exactly. Right. And you just want to slip right into them. Okay. Here's the funny story. So, um, I get a LinkedIn message from the CEO of Kizik. And he says to me, hi, I wanted to thank you for mentioning that we're opening. We're so excited. It's only their second store in the country. They're a pretty new company. And, right. I, you know, my mother's always on the cutting edge, right? They've been, they've been online and direct to consumer. But he's like, I wanted to thank you. And I'm thinking, gosh, wow. You know, how did he find out that I had mentioned it? He said he was on vacation in Hawaii. Okay, he's in Hawaii and he happens at the pool to strike up a conversation with someone who mentions they're from Minneapolis. The person from Minneapolis, of course, doing their walk on the beach. What do they listen to? My Talk 107. Of course. They were listening to the podcast of Lori and Julia, heard me mention Kizik. Hey, I just met that guy at the pool, goes back to the pool, tells him that, that they heard them talk, talked about on my talk 107. Store opening. Is that the craziest? That's so good. though. What a small world. It is a small world. So anyway, we're yeah. all connected and streaming happens everywhere. It helps to be able to talk. Sometimes. Yes. Yes, it right? does. Um, so right in our own backyard in YZ, a name that if you've been around this town in retail, in yes. fashion, personal shopping you probably know or would recognize jessica hild shout out to her now yes well after many years the last store i remember her having was um in that center next to the lunds and byerly's yes lyric in okay yes. right so lyric has it been i mean it's been several years yeah she has decided to open a new store as a pop-up and it's on um it's on lake street right it is it's right it's like right above graham jewelers Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Right. And as you're coming into downtown, and she's Wyzetta. a stylist. She does personal appointments. I mean, she can help curate your wardrobe. I mean, Jessica's been in the business for so long, and you know, not only has she been in the business, she's also worked and really managed most of the top female boutiques. Yes, she has. I saw her at Fashionopolis last year, and I bumped into her a couple months ago at Martin Patrick 3. She's, yeah, I mean, she is truly a Minnesota, you know, local, and and has been in the business working hard for many years. She posted on her Instagram this week, for many years, I've contemplated reopening my store in Wyzetta. 
when uh, when I do my home styling sessions, I'm always thrilled to find out my clients still 10 years later have pieces from my beloved former boutique Lyric. While the wait is over, I now have a permanent oh, a permanent pop up showroom. What does that mean to be a permanent pop up? Well, because I think <laughs> what it is, is I think she has rotating trunk shows that keep coming through as well. Ah, okay. So meaning there's always new collections, new things, but then she focuses also with private, you know, style clients and working on their wardrobe, curating for them. I just think that's really amazing. You know, Jessica, I remember being a style editor at the time and pulling and pulling and she was always like the one place that I knew I could find like that L.A. kind of West Hollywood cool vibe of new things. And now it's she's so like Parisian and Chanel and curated. And I just love that she has all these different juxtapositions. But it isn't that high. I mean, it's sort of in the middle, right? Yeah, I I think it's something for everyone, truthfully. And I think that's also why she's wanting to work in this way so that she can bring different things in so people can see these different collections as well. Well, you can give her a follow at Jessica Hild, H-I-L-D-E underscore style and go check it out if you are in YZ. It's called Showroom. And you said it's right above in that little parking lot like where Penny's used to be. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Right over there. And there's such great offices that are up there. That space is so great. I've never been upstairs. No, really? No. Because remember Parsh Bridal was also upstairs. Fashion Avenue, like two was on the corner. Oh, yeah. Graham Jewelers. They They are, yes. Okay. Yeah. But there's just such great businesses. As you get more upstairs, there's also like these really great private suites. Did not know. It's a beautiful building. The secrets of YZ. What else should we know? I love it. Plus, you overlook like Lake Minnetonka. Right. Yeah, that's what she said. Okay, that's lovely. Um, Anywhere else you've been shopping this week? You know, it's funny that you should ask me that. Like, I have really kind of been all over this week because I've been searching out some new sustainable kind of places that I like to go. So then there's, I like to do like um, the bevy of things. Like, I kind of went to every kind of turnstile this week. Really? Every turnstile? Yeah. Could you tell me where they're in need? Because I had one of those, like, you don't like to take it personally, but I brought a bag of stuff over to, like, teen stuff. I was getting rid of great, timeless jeans and stuff for my kids that were barely worn, name brand. And and Plato's Closet, they rejected all of it. Did they really? And I was like, really? Oh. Yes. So I was going to try Did you try, like, maybe? I have some of my own, too. You could also try Buffalo Exchange, maybe. Yeah, I wonder if they're a little more... They might be. A little more liberal? Yeah. I don't know. I think, actually, this Plato's Closet, frequently, they they won't even take stuff because they're so overloaded. Well, we've so done, like, a in. whole, like, 360-degree remodel of, like, our house in terms of interiors and changing. And so I love that I can do fashion and home. Yeah. If you're not familiar, I mean, they do some of the best home consignment, too, in those stores, especially, like... You find some of the best, like knickknacks and uh-huh. great lamps and great artwork and stuff. So, it's how been many turnstiles are there? In the there turns- are six or seven. And you've been to all of them this week? Well, all of them except for Maple Grove this week. Okay. Well, yes. um, we're going to, you'll have to tell us later I'll on which tea. one was the best. I know. And it hey, for sure. if you've been out on the consignment circuit, we'd love to talk about it too. Maybe we'll do that at noon so you can prep and get ready when we get back all the retail headlines from a true expert that's next on shop girls 
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Grant Whitaker is here with me today, and I'm just delighted to finally catch up with our very busy guest, Anne Mazinga. If she's not at a conference, she's on a ski hill, she's jet setting, she's everywhere. Anne, thanks for finding time to join us. Of course. I'm so happy to be with you both today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Of course, Anne does. Oh, go ahead. I'm at the ski hill now. I was just saying, I'm, you're, I'm calling you live from Afton right now. Are sister. you kidding? I thought that was a few weeks ago you were going to be. You have, oh, you're there Allie, again. Allie, you know that it just never stops. It, it never can, stops. ever over. But, I know. Yeah. Well, thank you for multitasking, for doing the mom multitask to tell us, because I know you were recently at the National Retail Federation at their annual conference. It looked like a lot of great speakers, a lot of great topics. What were some of the highlights? Yeah, so National Retail Federation, just to kind of set the stage for everybody listening, it's like the Super Bowl of retail conferences. So it's all the new technology, everything that we're going to be seeing in the stores online, um, and other spaces. And I would say two of the most extreme things that the audience, I think, will be interested in hearing about is one, we interviewed uh, the head of product for Walmart, and they are doing drone delivery in 30 minutes or less. So they just released this in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Over a million homes can now think of it like DoorDash. So instead of DoorDash delivering your dinner, your you know last-minute grocery items, uh-huh. now those are going to be delivered to your backyard by drone if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And they're talking about spreading that out across the country in not much time at all. So Is there a minimum for that order? <laughs> No, you know, that's what's so crazy about it. We talked to them about it. And I mean, this is like $10 items. So the example that Pratiba, who heads up that department, who that she gave us is like, you know, imagine you're a mom or dad in the middle of the night and your kid gets sick. And, you know, at two o'clock in the morning, you know, having a driver available, if you're trying to get DoorDash or Uber Eats or something like that to bring that to you could be difficult. So now they're going to have drone delivery that can go even faster because they don't have traffic to wrestle with. Oh, my God. So that you don't have to leave your kid, you know, and you can get the cough medicine or whatever, Tylenol, whatever it might be. Incredible. Isn't that crazy? Okay, how far can those drones fly from the store? Isn't there a limit? Far. Really? Yeah, we're talking like, um, I, I believe, I have to double check, but I know like right now they're for sure like a 10-mile radius from the store. Yeah. We think about you know 90% of Americans live within 10 miles of a Walmart. So it's, it's rolling out to a lot of places really soon. So wow. that was one of the things. I thought was like most surprising that we'll, well be seeing I'm that. just picturing us like looking up right. in the suburbs and there go the drones carrying Flying. plastic bags. Yes, you guys. I mean, look, you. I recommend going and checking this out on YouTube because it, it does feel a little like total future future times. But, um, but, you know, their argument is like less traffic on the roads, less, you know, worry about noise and stuff because the drones are actually quieter than the UPS and FedEx trucks and Amazon trucks that are going down our roads. So I was not a big believer in drones until NRF. And now I'm kind of like, maybe, maybe we'll see it. Wow. Because we're talking drones, you know, there's so much like conversation right now around AI. We keep talking about it here, too. Were there any new AI retail news situations happening? 
so many. I mean, everyone is using AI, and that was the that was the biggest topic I would say of NRF is just how different companies. Every single person is using it differently. From like absorbing meeting notes and then being able to like have a great agenda for the next meeting, um, all the way to something new that Walmart again. I mean, I I have to say Walmart has been consistently impressive. They just had great earnings that they released this past week. Um, Walmart again, they just released a generative AI search. So think about it. If you're a parent and you're going to go plan a birthday party or you're a college student, you're going to have a Super Bowl party or like a homecoming party. Now you can go to walmart.com and you can say, show me things for a University of Minnesota go for a football party. Mm. And it'll pull together. Like I want to do tailgating and I have people that are gluten free and it'll pull up all of the items in that catalog, or I want to have a llama themed birthday party and it'll just using your voice and, you know, generative AI, this, you know, language model that's talking to you back and forth. And you're actually like talking with a a digital assistant who's helping you get all the things into your basket as quickly as possible without you having to. Okay. That starts to feel like it actually makes sense. That's, that's incredible. And is that, that's baked right into the Walmart website. You're you're yep, having that. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So Got it. You're going right into the Walmart search, and instead of doing typing in, you know, llama themed birthday party or llama plates, you just go in, and it's automatically kind of as you're as you're talking to it, it's pulling up products. Wow. So we're talking to Ann Mazenga, retail expert. Omni Talk Retail is her blog and podcast. And as you're talking about all of these innovations that are happening at Walmart, what's Target doing? Yeah, I mean, we just we we have the big Target Zion von Furstenberg launch that was announced this week. I mean, right. I think that's worth talking about. Um, yeah. I'd love to get your thoughts on it. I mean, are you? We excited? just talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we we mentioned it earlier and said we we yeah. we needed to get your take on it. I mean, this felt yeah. to me like you know, a little bit of a throwback, but kind of a welcome one. I mean, I think Diane von Furstenberg, people love her. It's happy. It's very, it's great for spring. Yeah. I can understand why it's good timing for her brand with her anniversary, bringing her granddaughter in and it generates yeah. some buzz, but it doesn't feel like anything new for target. It's just sort of <laughs> resurrecting. Yeah. I mean, I think you hit on all the right points. You too. Like it's really about, you know, what is you want that, that, accessible design for all that Target's been known for. And this is a way to do it. Diane von Furstenberg carries a lot of weight with our generations. And I think bringing her granddaughter in is an important component to this to really nail the the mass audience, right? Target's a mass retailer. It's yeah. not somebody who can go into, you know, I think they've been they've been a little more um I don't want to say aggressive, but they've been they've been trying to find some really niche partners in, yeah. in the last few months with mm-hmm. the last design partnerships. And so I think this is kind of a, a way to kind of tie it back to, to truly mass um, and not end up with a bunch of clothes in the clearance section from that last design partnership. So do you, do you think they'll do more of these again? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, I mean, there's still there's still a whole team at Target working on this angle. I think it's just going to be, I would say we're going to see more partnerships going the way of like the Kendra Scott launch that we saw in Target, where it's shop and shop, where you're really getting uh, multiple trips accomplished in one spot, mm-hmm. rather than these like big name design partnerships. Um, 
just because, you know, Target's got to be competing with Walmart right now. And with the amount of technology and uh, innovation that Walmart's putting out, I think Target's really got to rely on, you know, the Target of of Target, the reason you go there. Um, They also launched a new brand announced this week, Dealworthy. So that's like a competition the dollar store and and Walmart, I would say, opening price point goods. I'm a little less excited about that one, especially because they're doing apparel with that. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. It, it feels like it's not going to be like the rich quality that you expect to get from Target. Yeah, um, but it feels we'll a little weird to wear a deal worthy sweater. And it, and then is that the same deal worthy that's doing like your dishwashing detergent? Yep. Yes, you nailed it. And and I also, we talked about that too. I was a little confused because aren't they competing with their own up and up? Yes, right, exactly. So that's exactly what we talked about on our podcast this week was like, you know, what's the opening price point product for if I'm up and up? Do I start going with this deal worthy brand? Like, so I think it's just a lot of like figuring out targets, really trying to throw some things at the wall, see what sticks, see what their, their consumers are interested in going toward. And I think that there's probably going to be a reevaluation of what categories they're going to stick to. So interesting. But so do you think, Anne, that they're, they're going all in on like new buzzworthy brands and partnerships versus tech? I mean, they must be working on some technology too. I hope so. I mean, we did see them roll out. The Starbucks thing was huge. Like, yeah. I think that I, I expected to see much more momentum. We talked about that last time I was on the show, like going to pick up your Starbucks with your yes. uh, your Target drive-up order. And they started to do returns now, too. So you can do a return in that same with that same methodology. But, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that we start to see more in the way of Target really starting to be that innovative player, which... I know is is in their DNA. It's just, yeah. you know, putting that to the forefront and dealing with a lot of the other things, inflation and right. changing consumer expectations and stuff that, you know, you gotta you gotta juggle that stuff around. But I hope I hope that we'll see more from them this year. So one story that was in the headlines a few weeks ago that I was really curious to get your take on was the Zach Posen announcement. Oh, Again, yeah. I mean this is a he's a designer who's always reinventing himself. He's done a really good job at doing things that are unexpected, but going to the gap, it, 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 can he turn it around or is that the kiss of death? I am not long on this partnership. For one, I think we love, like, we know and love Zach Posen, right? From being, you know, on on all these shows and the guest judges and yeah. doing all these things. Like, he, he's, he means something to us. Mm-hmm. But I, if you ask the next generation, like, what do you think of Zach Posen? Do, does that even resonate with them? That's such and a good point. Gap, yeah, yeah, I mean, what do you think? Are you guys are you guys excited well, about? Because we were talking about collaborations. I mean, he did do a yeah. great collaboration with Target during his kind of era and time when he did that. But it's the same thing. I think you make that really valid point. I don't think a lot of this younger generation really know him or his design qualities. Yeah, and I know you were just talking about consignment right before I got on, and I think like that's where I I have a good friend, stylist Ann Marshik in town in the Twin Cities, and I know she Ann, is yeah. one actually. Yeah, who sent this to me? And she's like, what do you think of this? And we are talking about, you know, the value that Gap has is in the vintage right now. Like, mm. people trying to get back 
that 90s when they when Gap was at its prime. And mm-hmm. like the fact that they're not investing more here and doing something like resale on their own platform. Um, I think that to me is shocking because they do have a lot of brand equity and nostalgia there that I would be relying more on than trying to hire this like, you know, name brand talent that might not resonate with, again, you're a mass retailer. So yeah. like how do you get and create content and clothing that appeals to the masses. I mean, I think Zach Posen is is totally a talent. And I think if he can get beyond his ego and coming in as a personality, and if he can just drill down yeah. and work and figure out yeah. the next denim silhouette, then maybe it can work. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, mean, I think to your great. point, too, we forget what yeah. was classic was good at one point in yeah. time. Yeah. Yes. Yes, 100%. I mean, I think that's so spot on. He, If he can have the ability to really dial that in, he definitely has the talent to make, you know, every person in Gap Clothing feel like a million dollars. The other problem that I see with this is when you look at what's under his purview now at Gap, he's not just at Gap. He's chief creative officer for Old Navy. He's in charge of all of merchandising. He's mm. in charge of marketing like he's got a ton of stuff underneath him so i guess that's where i'm wondering like will he get the freedom to really put his mark on the clothing and will he be the right person to inspire the designers underneath him that are going to like you know really crank this stuff out so yeah we'll have to wait and see i guess will be fun to watch we'll meet you soon at a gap store and well, good luck on the slopes. Thank you for finding a quiet corner to talk to us. Yeah, if you absolutely. want more of Anne's expertise, you can get it um, at omnitalk.blog and on her fantastic podcast. Anne, thank you so much. Thank you two so much. Have a great day. Have a blast. You too. Um, all right, we'll be right back with Whose Look Is It Anyway? Thanks for tuning in on a sunny Saturday. Hope you're having a good day. Lots going on out there. We can talk about some of the highlights next hour. But right now, we got to talk red denim, red leather, and some browns, teddy bear browns. It's time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? I feel like we have to start with uh, the red leather, Grant, because yes. we know you're a Versace boy. I am. <laughs> I just through and through. It was so funny, like watching the show this week. I said to you, I'm like, there are a lot of those pieces in my wardrobe right now. Like literally, like I'm like that leather pant on that guy. And yeah. it, but then all of a sudden you send this. Anne Hathaway red leather vampire dress. Yeah, so let's talk about the dress and then we can talk about the collection. So Anne Hathaway was in Milan for the Versace show. Did you know she was a Versace girl? Yeah. Like it seems like her Donatella dresses her a lot. Okay. Um, so, and w- this was, I mean, there were similar pieces on the runway. There were. But she, I mean, she looked good. She looks really good. This was a very fitted, I wonder what this was like to sit in. I just have to, I don't know, sticky. Like t- do you think? <laughs> I like hope butter. it was lined. <laughs> but, um, you know, very classic, except for this interesting, like, um, almost like ruching around the waist, but just pure liquid red leather. It did feel very kind of throwbacky. It is throwbacky. And you know I, what I think you're saying is like the ruching a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been a little tight in the hips. 
Oh, you don't think it was supposed to be that? I think it is a little bit that way, but I think that because if you really look at it, leather can be very um, hard to deal with, especially when you make it into a gown or a dress. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And these are samples still. Hmm. Okay. You know, sometimes after the shows, they do a lot of tweaks Mm -hmm. on what is going to go out. True, true. Um, and it had a little dainty off-the-shoulder strap. But mm-hmm. I think the the important takeaway for the rest of us um, is this pencil skirt silhouette. Yeah, exactly. Which is coming Everywhere. back so strong. I cannot believe. I mean, how the the I don't know what it is. I feel like it's almost like the um, commercial realtors who want people back in offices somehow paid off the fashion industry to go hard on like throwback workwear. It feels very working girl. Everything is 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 about this sort of boss corporate look again. But you know, like we've even had calls here. I've had calls where people have called in and said, "Where can I find a great suit? I can't seem to find them anymore." Mhm. So, you know, yeah. it's probably of need at this yes, point, yes. too. Yeah, and that's right. Anne Hathaway was the face of their um, Icons campaign. She Forgot was. about that. Yes. yes. And she um, and she wore uh, she wore Versace to the Met Gala last there year. There were some fabulous pieces, though, in this collection. Yeah, so what did, what did you love? You know, there uh, there's like a, a gentleman walking in like a chocolate brown leather suit, which mm-hmm. is to die for. There's a chocolate brown-esque pant that... I have in my own closet that I was like, wow, look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a gentleman walking, dark skinned, gorgeous. I model. love that you call all the models gentlemen. Well, they are. I treat them and I walk <laughs> out of the room and they change. They know that I always give them privacy and respect them. Uh-huh. Um, but there is a men's completely gold and black bedazzled. Oh, God. They're just like, Wow. Huh. I mean, lots of really wonderful pieces in this yeah. world. Like, really great collection. Okay. Also very wearable pieces, I think. Yeah, so what do you think the takeaway is for commoners? I think the takeaway is... Like us, including myself when I say well, that. Well, I think the takeaway is you're going to find leather in ways that you haven't seen it before. Uh-huh. I think you're going to find it in colors you haven't seen it before. And that would be like your real trend statement of going, this is what I want. I think in one way, because the trend is... What's good? What do I want? What's sustainable? What's going to come back around? That would be a great buy for you. Yeah. And Versace was all leather. It's not pleather. They're it's not leather. doing pleather. Yes, they're not doing pleather. No, no. <laughs> but the rest of us are. But again, that's a piece that you know that you could keep in the abundance of your wardrobe for a lifetime. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, so let's move from the red dress to the red pants yeah denim we haven't seen this one i remember years ago being on like the biggest quest to find the best red denim i don't know that i ever did actually i think i finally just like moved on to the next thing went with oxblood yeah i was senior class best dressed and i had a red <laughs> pair of jeans in high school as a senior humble brag humble yes brag. i yeah. mean it was like i remember going to the club thinking oh this well, is the bomb. if you follow Gwyneth Paltrow, and many millions do, um, she frequently does, because, you know, Gwyneth is just like the rest of us, mm-hmm. and she'll frequently do a little closet selfie um, where she just shows us her outfits of the week. And she had a casual January. Was it her relaxed January? Pardon me. <laughs> yes, that was the theme of her yes. January, was relaxed. Feels very, again, kind of preppy J. Crew, And one of her, the looks that she showed, super cute. 
cute. It is cute. Was a white um, sweater with a slight puff sleeve. Yeah. Um, and a, a navy. navy navy horizontal stripe. And then she paired it with a wide leg, uh, bright red jean. I was thinking you could wear that and it would look really good. I on want you. to wear yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's adorable. Super cute. But I mean, it we were we went like really a loafer. Yeah. We went really hard in like the dyed denims for a while and then that went away. Permission to bring it back. Yes. Yeah. Gwyneth has given us permission. We didn't even get to everything. We'll we'll continue. We will be back with another hour of the shop girls. We'll take your questions and much more. Don't go away right after the news.